My name's Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Welcome back, Zen Parenting Radio. We're going to be talking about perceiving chaos, right? How to perceive chaos differently. That's what I meant. Yes. That's exactly we've, what I meant. We've gone through this title three times right before we started. In the last two minutes. A lot of planning <laughs> going on with this one. Well, it's the planning. Actually, we came up with this idea over the weekend. We just didn't know what to call it. Remember? We came up with the idea over the weekend, but no discussion has happened between that moment and so, two minutes so ago. So the point is, is that Todd said embracing chaos initially, and I said that's not really what it's about. We're talking about how to perceive sometimes when things are chaotic in our lives, how to view it in a different way. Check. All right, second point, <laughs> fact versus fiction, or as you say, opinion. <laughs> well, when your kids fiction. M- no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. When stop, your kids stop. make stuff up. Stop. But fact and opinion are two very different things, but Opinion is not fiction. Exactly. I'm glad we got that figured out. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just talking, sweetie. So the reason, I open my mouth up and words come out. I noticed that. And the reason we're talking about that is because one of my daughters, my oldest daughter, she's doing something that I remember doing when I was a kid, which is answering everything very definitively, even though she really doesn't know the answer. Right. And I remember, I honestly remember doing it and getting into a lot of trouble. And I don't mean like trouble, like getting grounded. I mean getting where caught with people words, caught, right? catch you. They'll be like, no, you didn't do that, or no, that's not correct. But then I'm going to share a story of how we have to balance that with allowing them to, letting them know that their opinion is valuable, but facts are a different thing. So distinguishing the difference. Distinguishing the difference. All right. First, uh, one of our partners is Helping Hands Maid Services. Um, they do maid services all over the Chicagoland area. they're at our house right now. They might be at our house. Oh, that wouldn't that be nice? We're taping this from the library. Not a big, expensive production studio, but... The Elmhurst Public so Library. So if you hear children crying behind us, that's why it's not Todd. It's the children in the library. Or it might be Todd. <laughs> um, so they have that 25 bucks off your first service if you mention Zen Parenting, okay. and then they have that spot and spill warranty on carpet cleaning. Right. So, so if you if you get the cleaning and then something happens to your carpet, they come back. And so give them a call, 630-530-1324, helpinghandsmadeservices.com. All right, let's talk about chaos. Okay, so the way that we're going to approach this, and we're going to try and do it in a way that makes sense, because I don't want to get too... Good good thinking. What's the word where it gets too convoluted and too challenging? Discombobulated. (laughs) Okay. Right? Yes. So Todd and I, we we subscribe to this magazine called Pathways. Awesome magazine. And it's really good. It's about family and um, a lot of chiropractic stuff in it, but a lot of stuff for natural living. And and the last uh, uh, issue was all about dads. Yes, which was really good because you work with dads. I do work with dads. I haven't quite read through the magazine yet. I noticed that. It keeps like moving from place to place to place to place. Well, it's because we were at the pool a lot this weekend. And you were in the pool. And I was in the pool. I know. I, on the other hand, did... Well, actually, I did more talking than reading because I was with my friend, but I did Not much pool time for you. No, I... I, Did you get in? Yeah, a little bit. Didn't I? When? I I don't think so. I think you're just saying that. (laughs) I did the last time we went to Galena, just not this time. Gotcha. Okay, so no, but I was there. You were there. In my swimsuit on the side reading my magazine, talking to my friend. The old pretend I'm going to go into the pool. Well, I kind of feel like that's the dad's job. Well, here, here's a sec. Here's something I have to say about that. I have not been a huge fan of the pool for many years because it's a lot of work for me or for you. I can't stay in sunblock. It's not about the sunblock. Ugh, it's brutal. about the fact that I have three children in the pool and I'm trying to keep them all safe and it's a lot of work and it's stressful. Like going to a pool for a kid is fun for a parent with young kids. It's like, it can be stressful. So we're just at that point now where Jason Cameron can really do anything in the pool and Skylar wears a floaty, but she's really self-sufficient. She can go underwater and everything. So I have this sense of, ah, I you can made sit it. here. You made I it made it over the hill. And through the woods. 
over the river and through the woods. And so I can sit. So this is the first summer I really sat in a chair in my swimsuit, read a book, or talked to a friend, and not felt like I was, you know, not not keeping my child safe. Do you remember that part in Vacation where Chevy Chase starts singing over the river and through the woods because he's going through the desert and he starts he puts his jeans on his head and he says this is no way to run a desert and he says this is no way to run a desert and he takes his watch off and, and just throws, throws it. it as if that's weighing him down <laughs> yeah. the watch and he has his jeans on his head. <laughs> it's hot and then when he gets there back to the gas station he can't talk because yeah. he's so dehydrated. Yeah. Hey, you thirsty? Thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> But you are. Okay. okay. Um, so, so, okay. So, so you Todd and I it. have this. You so, made it through. Yes. yes. Nice job. I'm going to go back to the Pathways magazine now. Okay. Okay. So, nice job. Thanks. But now you get in the pool and you can have fun with the kids. I feel like that's the dad's job. Right. Well, that, you, I think it's, there's it's, a lot more moms in that hasty generalizations. Yeah. But I don't like feeding the kids. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather go in the pool. <laughs> and it's not like I, you know, I... I like the pool less than I did when I was a little kid, but when I was a little kid, it was like the best thing in the world. Right. Now it's just kind of like, oh, sometimes it's fun, sometimes right. it's not. And I just feel like this is my way of contributing. You do everything else, and I well, go in the pool. Especially with if you're having a good time, because sometimes I'm having a good time in the pool, but a lot of times I'd much rather be sitting reading. And so if you're having a good time, it doesn't make sense for me to be not. I think reading. that's a sign that um, I'm getting old. Is it? I like the pool, but part of getting old is the pool isn't as fun as it used to be. Well, it's different. Why? Because it's not about you anymore. The pool but is. What if the kids weren't there? Then would it still like put two basketball hoops at the other side of the pool and give me seven of my best friends with some beers and playing basketball in the pool? Well, Forget about that it. That would be fun, but that's not what public pools need to start in our doing that. are made of. Meaning, the whole point is to get kids in the pool playing, moving. You know, we need jumping. to get the kids out of the pool so I can play basketball with my friends. Okay, why don't we work on that? Okay, Pathways. Okay, Pathways, the magazine. So the editor had a note this month that struck both Todd and I about um, imaginal cells. Not something I've ever heard of. Well, you know what? I think you have. You've known them your whole life. You just didn't know what they were called. Okay. Because imaginal cells are what a caterpillar carries inside them that will eventually become... The butterfly. Like the regenerative cells, maybe? Well, I don't even think they're regenerative cells. I think that, well, maybe, maybe. I mean, if you really break down that We're word We're not regenerative. the scientists yeah, here. I don't have the Who language. Knows? Just let me talk in my 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 limited scientific Your speak. lady brain? My lady brain. My <laughs> very an, wise lady brain. That's an inside joke. Um, so here's the thing that we know, is that imaginal cells live inside of a caterpillar, because a caterpillar is going to eventually become a butterfly. Correct. But here's the thing. The caterpillar... If, knows these cells are going on inside and tries to destroy them continuously because its insides think they're a some kind of intruder. Yeah, like um, a virus. Or like whatever. a virus. They think, oh, that's not who I am. That's right. not who I am. So I'm going to destroy those. But what do those cells do? They keep coming back. They keep, they keep, re- that's why they are kind of regenerative. They cells. don't know the word quit, these imaginal cells. They don't, they don't know because they're like, sorry, this yeah. is who you are. Yeah. This is who you're going to become. Okay. So you can keep trying to destroy me, but I am going to come back. I'm going to be a freaking butterfly, whether you like it or not, Mr. Caterpillar. Exactly. This is who you are, Caterpillar. Part Mm -hmm. of being you is becoming a caterpillar. Or, excuse me, part of being you is becoming a a butterfly. butterfly. All right. Okay. So such a strong point. I messed it up. That's all right. Okay. So 
eventually these cells become so much that the caterpillar feels forced to go eat Mm -hmm. an excessive amount and then go into its little, you know, cocoon chrysalis and then become a butterfly eventually. Eventually, it's not about giving in. It just accepts its destiny. Right. Okay? And I think that, you know, the way it's described can help us understand when things seem chaotic inside of us or in our lives. Um, It might be that it is directing us to become exactly who we are, that sometimes you lose a job or, you know, you have a challenge with a friendship or you have a breakup or something happens that's so chaotic and so awful and you're like, why is this happening or why do I have to go through this? And sometimes you have to view it as it's putting you on your path to become your best self. Right. To become your your butterfly. Like if you don't have struggles, how will you improve yourself? Is that is that a leap? That's, or is no, that... I think that's part of it. But I also think that I have a belief system that we all come here with some kind of intention. Mm. That we all come in with gifts and talents. We all have special skills. We all have, like the butterfly or the caterpillar, imaginal cells Mm -hmm. that are going to help us become, you know, it's like the people who come in who just have natural musical talent. You know, how do they know that? You know, the people who come in who can just learn things like that, who become scholars, Mm -hmm. who can understand um, difficult concepts way before other people or people who come in who just have a natural natural ability to organize or any gift or anything that you like is part of who you are right okay sometimes the things that are easiest for us we assume they're easy for everybody and they're not right like you tell me that a lot like when you and I talk about these kind of things which is what helps me talking about uh this kind of self-awareness or zen living or um spirituality whatever you want to call it it's like it's like breathing to me like i not only do i love to talk about it it's all i read it's right. my work it's what you and i teach and sometimes i say things to you and you're like i have no idea i mean you understand it on a different level than i do too meaning right. you're more working with men it's not about i've got it you don't it means that sometimes you're like Kathy, you have to say that differently because mm. not everyone will understand that well let me challenge you with that right now okay um so this is all great information but okay. how do we apply this information into our daily life to help us out? Well, I think that the point of trying to talk about this is getting, you know, we talk a lot about the broader perspective of life and backing up a little bit. And a lot of times when we're having crisis, um, it could be very small or it could be a big one. We think um, it's other people's fault or it shouldn't be this way or life should be easier or because I wanted that, I should have gotten that. And we have a lot of self centered um, misperceptions okay that that there the truth of it is is that we often intuitively know certain things aren't good for us but we push for it anyway because either other people want us to do it or our friends are doing it or because we're unwilling to accept the challenge of doing what we really desire right um, and so but then we get mad when those things work out and we kind of always knew it probably wouldn't or shouldn't mm-hmm. you know I, it's very rare you know there's people that um, I'll just talk about my own life instead of other people like there's jobs that I've had that in the past where I didn't really like it but I was like I should like it and I should you know this should be something I should do because everyone told me this is a big deal and I'm trying really hard to to but I knew that it didn't feel right to me right but I was trying to force it to work and eventually it doesn't work right you know eventually those imaginal cells take over and say Kathy you can't do this anymore because you're going crazy your body's talking to you you're feeling stressed um, I actually, I've got a. Sorry, am I talking too much? I want to say something. Please go. Um, I am going to take this from a different angle. Okay. 
I kind of thought you were going to say, or what I think is helpful, is all the struggles that happen in our lives. Mm -hmm. Instead of us saying, why did my tenant not pay the rent? Mm -hmm. Why did my water water go into my basement? Mm -hmm. Why did this happen? We're victims. Mm -hmm. Instead, if we can perceive it as a, maybe this is what's supposed to happen to allow for a bigger, better situation to arise out of it. Yes. Because what you just said was... Like, I'm not supposed to be teaching this. And then finally your imaginal cells kicked in and said, okay, you're not supposed to be doing it. I'm coming from it saying all these challenges that we work through on a daily basis are actually good things, Mm -hmm. are actually propel you to overcome something and Mm -hmm. make you stronger than you otherwise would have had you not had that challenge in the first place. Yes, and I think what we're saying the exact same thing, but I gave you the end of the story, meaning if you were to look at the situation like me being in a job that – that I'm like forcing myself to do. I was struggling constantly. Mm -hmm. And then I finally figured out like the fact. So your struggling was your, uh, finally you could say, Hey, this is not, this is not what I'm supposed to do. So it's like, sometimes we have to, you know, you like not just you, but you know, using the word fail, Mm -hmm. sometimes we have to fail to know where we can succeed. Right. We can't just walk through and do everything perfectly and then be like, Oh, that's life. Life is about, you know, I think what we want to be most comfortable with in life is taking risks and knowing that if we fail, it's okay, that we're going to be okay. Um, I say to a lot of people, I was just telling you, I said this to someone the other day, I will say, if this doesn't work out, you know, if it be a relationship or a job or whatever, will you be okay? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times they'll say, well, I don't know. And I'll say, of course you're going to be okay. Right. You just need to, that's what you need to trust. You are going to be okay. You are going to be, it may not feel comfortable initially. You may have to be challenged or you may have to struggle, but you will be okay. Well, in my real uh, life example, we talked a few weeks ago about JC not making the travel soccer team. And we did a whole story and we don't have to rehash that story, but basically I was disappointed. She was disappointed and you're like, oh, why wish you just would have made it. But I thought now all of a sudden we've gone golfing three times in the last few weeks. And if she would have made that travel soccer team, the idea of her going to a golf, um, to be in a golf league next fall would probably have not even been considered mm-hmm. because she would have been on this much higher committed mm-hmm. soccer team. Mm-hmm. So we, I can look at, oh, that sucks, she missed the team. Or I could say, hey, the fact that she didn't make the team led to led to her being the world's best woman's golfer. Or getting that opportunity, like golf may only happen for two years, but then it may lead to something else, and it may lead to something else, as we have to trust the process. Sometimes we get a story in our head of how things are supposed to be, and if it doesn't go that way, then we call it a failure, or we say, I'm not going to be okay, or why is life so difficult for me and, and nobody else? And if we can get comfortable with things not working out, um, like I have probably had more failed classes that I've tried to teach than I've had successful. Right. Wouldn't you agree with that? Yes. Like I've tried to put out, you know, uh, here's you'd, a class. You'd come and, home crying in, back in the early days. Oh, yeah. Like I've been doing this for, what, 10 years now? 10 and I years. would put something out there and no one would show up. And then I'd put a class out there and 30 or 40 people would show up. And then I would try something else and no one would show up. And then that would help me tweak it. Right. That would help me be like, okay, what are people not hearing? And I'm much more comfortable with that than I used to be. Right. And I think it's just a matter of... We always want things to work out the way we have them planned. Right, our head, our brain. And if we can, to your point, to use your language, if we can step back and still go forward with the plans, but if they don't work out, 
tweak be it. okay with yes, it. Yes, tweak it. And that's so easy to say and so hard to do. It is, but it's a practice. It's mm-hmm. a muscle that we need to work. And I think that the more that we work it, and when I say work it, what that means is when something doesn't work out, can we, you know, you can be sad about it and cry and be yeah, like, Yeah, that doesn't mean reject any emotions that come up. Yeah, it doesn't mean reject that, but as you process through that and let that go, know you're going to be okay and that there probably is a higher purpose that you're unaware of. The stepping back process and realize, it's realizing it's not all about you and that if you do, which I believe we do, have some imaginal cells mm-hmm. that are trying to create you and point you in the right direction, that they're at work too mm-hmm. and they're part of the bigger picture. Again, we are one, and I and I know people feel like they are an island and they're not part of the one, but we're all one. Right. And so everyone has this role to play, and there's these bigger things at hand that it all when it's all fitting together, it feels really good. Right. And we've had times when we just feel really good, and it may be not the same plan that we created in our head, but right. we'll know we're on the right path. Well, and one thing I'll I'll say one more thing, and then I think we should move on if you're okay with that. Okay, I just one more story when you're done. It okay. Leads to the... We talked about the cells of a butterfly, and then we related it to our own lives, yeah, our daily lives. That we have our imaginal and then if we cells. can even create even a larger perspective on it, um, Bruce Lipton, who's a, an author that we talked about. What he says, and I've heard a lot of different people say this, like all the badness that goes on in the world that we see, you know, wars and cancer and uh, hurricanes and shootings and all these scary things. That is our challenges. So if we can look at this from a macro worldly standpoint, we can't overcome it unless there's something to overcome. Mm-hmm. And all the 10 o'clock news that we see is actually a vehicle to propel us into a different direction that we otherwise may never go to in the first place. And I will say it propels us into a different state of being because everyone likes to go to the do place. Mm-hmm. Well, what we need to do is have 50 more laws. What mm-hmm. we need to do is lock these people up forever. What we need to do is lock our doors and be afraid. What we need to do is go inside and realize what we are contributing to this world If we are not offering our best selves, if we are not offering a generous spirit, if we are not offering love to our children or a different way of experiencing this world, why do we expect other people to be doing that? That's our job. And when there's when that starts to catch hold, when when we start to live that way purposefully in our own home, it spreads. Well, and it's simply a belief that we are all connected to one another. That's right. That's like the easiest way that I can try to put my arms around the idea of that's how you, you know, put us in a different state of being. It's to realize that that the guy walking down the street that you've never met before is a brother or a sister right. in some way, shape, or form. And that you smiling at, at him creates a different experience for him than you walking past her with your head down or rolling your eyes or being mean, and then he passes along whatever you pass to and him. And that's all very people like, oh, kumbaya, Pollyanna, or whatever. Yes. And I am... You know, basically, we're both okay with that. I'm okay with that. That's fine if that if, if somebody were to criticize that we're too Pollyannish on the show, I will um, not accept it, but you can have your opinion. You know why I've created peace with that? Because I've tried it a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, one thing that I feel like I've done personally in my life is be a researcher of all these different things that we talk about. Like, I've tried them. Right. I've gone into deep depressions. I've had a lot of pain. I've had experiences. I've had po- I've had joy. I've had that place between. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. Majority of humans have. Right. But my point is, is I've tried lots of different tools to, to enjoy my life. And so what I'm telling you is not just something I read in a book. Right. This is something that I experience. experience. And I think a lot of people would say the same. Again, it's not isolated to me or you. 
Um, so one more thing I want to say. It's kind of along a different path. I watched a uh, Super Soul Sunday or listened to the Super Soul Sunday with India Ari. Okay. Do you remember when you weren't listening, you were asleep? Who's India Ari? She's a, a recording artist, and she had her own little spiritual, not little, she had her own spiritual breakthrough, um, and she talked a lot about, and when I say spiritual breakthrough, she, her imaginal cells took hold, you know? Mm-hmm. And she talked a lot about her her own chaos, and one of her chaotic things that she experienced was, you know, she obviously has to be in the public eye a lot, and she had a total skin meltdown. Oh, yeah. And... Her skin, she she described it in a way that I don't really understand, but I just know that it was flaking and it was painful and it looked really bad to her. And she really struggled with it. And I'm jumping the gun here, but just getting to the end of it, she finally had some acceptance and it eventually got better. And what she realized is that she was spiritually molting inside mm-hmm. and externally she was having a molting process mm-hmm. too. You know, not unlike a butterfly. And that sometimes when we're having physical pain and, and challenges on the outside, that sometimes something is trying to release. Right. Or something is... I've had multiple rashes on my body. I've had skin breakouts. I went through a year yeah. where it was really bad. And that was at the beginning of my... Uh, inner awareness and that sometimes we have stuff that needs to be let go of and I'm not saying it's fun in the moment I was pretty pissed about it to Mm -hmm. be honest but it's something again talking about understanding chaos sometimes if we view something different like one time I had a cyst on my hand and my yoga teacher said to me I was really worried about it and she said you're coming to me as if you think this is a problem Mm -hmm. and I said well it feels like a problem it scares me she goes what if you viewed it the other way that your body's actually making a good choice right now Mm. okay talk about transforming the way you look at a cyst on your hand and it did go away right so do you see how we can view it differently so anyway that's it no that was good that was good Mm -hmm. um all right next partner is um tree of life chiropractic care oh by the way, we can go tomorrow before our meeting. Oh, good. To get our adjustment. We're going to get Dr. adjusted Kelly. by mm-hmm. Dr. Kelly. So, uh, chirotree.com, 6309418733. Uh, mentions End Parenting Radio. They give you a, a complete initial chiropractic exam, x rays, and a report from Dr. Kelly for 27 bucks. That's a pretty good deal. And she also does a really good job with insurance, too. So, uh, it's not a money issue. It's just a matter of getting your butt to call Dr. Kelly and um, see if you can get healthy. Healthy. Families by choice. Not by chance. Not by chance. All right, so now let's talk about fact and opinion. Okay. So do you you want me to start or do you want to start? Yeah, because this was your idea. Well, I think something that I've been noticing with my oldest daughter, and I think this tends to happen at a certain age, and it's very normal, um, but when children start to have more information and more experiences, they think they know everything, <laughs> wouldn't you say? Know That's, it all. Know it all. That becomes kind of a, I think it gets heightened in teenage years, but they'll start to be, like a question will be thrown out like, well, how many people will be there? And she'll be like, 300. Mm-hmm. And she'll just throw out this information as if it's fact. And so I really, it really, um, I used to do that as a kid, and I remember doing it, and I know that it was a lot of the time a... Um, Wanting to be... Attention seeking. Yeah, right. It was a, like, you know, I want to be heard. I want to be the one who knows. I want to be on, you know, I want people to think I have all this information. And you know what? I still do it sometimes, not in the extreme way. But don't we all sometimes say, well... Basically, you're saying talking out of your butt. Well, yeah, sometimes, like... So JC's been talking out of her butt a lot lately. Okay, do you want me to, like, keep going? Sure. Okay. Am I interrupting you a lot? <laughs> no, but it sounds like you want me to cut to the chase. No, I was no. about to go on this tangent. No, go on the tangent. can you look up to the corner? No, we got time. Okay, so I was going to say that a lot of times when we have certain information about something, we'll make this assumption that we have all the information about it. And the truth is we don't. And sometimes it's good to share what you know, but you have to be open-minded to the fact that it might be something different. Right. That there might, other people have other information. 
But here's what I experienced. So I've been talking to JC about this. Like, honey, do you really know that to be? And initially she'll say, yeah. And then I'm like, are you really sure about that? And she'll be like, no. And I'm like, well, instead, why don't you share your opinion? Mm-hmm. Say, I think it's 300 or, or you know, something like that. And then we can hear you without feeling like, right. you, you know, defensive. But then the thing that happened the other day that freaked me out is we were listening. I'm going to, I think this is what it was about. We were listening to something in the car and I said, I like this. And she goes, oh, yeah, I like it, too. Well, I think I kind of like it. So she caught herself? She, no. She oh, started to take her opinion as if she had to, like, not... Verify her, her opinion ver- or, or not be sure of her opinion. Yes. So I realized... So look what you created. I know. You're so a I bad realized, mom. No. You're not? No. Oh, I thought you were the, a bad those mom. Those words have yucky energy. Phew. Oh, sorry. Get those out of here. Awful mom. <laughs> Is that better? No. So I'm blowing those words out of here, too. So the so the thing is is that I was trying to explain to her you can always share what you think a fact might be but be open minded enough to realize that if you really don't know for sure like you can say 2 plus 2 4 okay mm-hmm. we know that but if you're just making stuff up to sound like you know stuff don't do that right. but then she started associating that understanding with an opinion right. that's the last thing I want to teach my girls right. cuz girls often are the ones who stop voicing their opinion at Correct. a certain age so I I literally stopped what I was doing and was like, okay, listen, I have to be clear about something, you know. And I, I tried to go through it with her, like, mm-hmm. you know, let's talk about you, what a fact is and what an opinion is. And they learn that in school, mm-hmm. as far as um, reading books, you know, what is an fact, what is mm-hmm. a fact, what is an opinion. So we were able to use it in everyday life. I said, if you have an opinion about something, scream it from the rooftops. Right. But if you are trying to give factual information, that's a different story. That's a different story. You can share your opinion about it, but unless you know for sure, you want to stay open-minded where you're not definitive and closed off. Well, and I think um, as they get older, conformity plays a bigger role. Huge. And this kind of goes right into the line of conformity. Like you don't want to express your opinion too loudly because it might not be the opinion of the group of the right so you're right you have to be very careful and i don't know if it's more susceptible for girls i think boys want to conform just as much as girls do but Mm -hmm. um i think it's something that we need to be cautious of wouldn't you say completely and especially because i'm so hypersensitive to girls voices being silenced silenced that the fact that that she somehow interpreted what I was saying is meaning, you know, you better not feel too confident about your opinion. I was like, oh my gosh. And we've had like three conversations since. So I think I'm getting my point, point across. across. And and hopefully just by us role modeling, you and I discuss our opinion all the time and disagree right. often. It would be about something small like music or something big like, you know, mm-hmm. a choice we want to make in the home. Mm-hmm. And so she hears me, right. you know, offer my opinion and hears you offer yours. So hopefully she's getting that role modeling too, but woo, it just really threw me because well, I was like, gosh, I didn't realize what she was hearing from me. Well, and once again, I know we talk a lot about male, female, boys, girls, differences, but you know, the fact that certain women are perceived as bitchy or whatever because right. they have strong opinions. They're assertive. Uh, they're assertive, whereas if the same guy, if a guy has the exact same opinions, he is a stand-up guy or whatever. Oh, he's such a leader. Yeah, he's, he's a such leader. a leader. He knows, you know, Sheryl Sandberg um, in her book Lean In talks about the fact that um, you know, if you are raising a daughter who tends to be quote unquote bossy, mm-hmm. instead of telling her how bossy she is and honey, she needs to quiet down, talk to her about being a leader right. and that she actually has innate leadership skills. And I think there's some truth to that. Right. I think we need to balance quote unquote bossiness. See that word bossy, it just throws everyone, it just kind of makes them 
think, oh, that's someone I wouldn't want to be around. Right. But bossiness can be molded. Mm. You know what I mean? Like having having the desire to stand up and say something and to state your opinion or to lead something or to take over something or to help other people. Those are leadership qualities. Mm. But oftentimes in girls, right. we tend to shut them down. And that's what I was fearful that I was doing right. in that situation is I was like, uh-oh. Because right. I was trying to – I had some personal baggage with being a know-it-all right. and that when I'm being a know-it-all with my opinion, I'm content with that. If right. someone wants to call me a know-it-all, I'm just saying this is what I believe. But when I used to do it in things like, give me an example, like something where it'd be like, um, you know, what's the temperature in this town? Oh, it's 75. Right. Do you know that for sure? Right. Or are you just making that up just so you're the first one heard? Right. There's a difference. Well, and but it's, it's funny. It goes into JC's personality because she usually wants to be first. Yes. She's competitive. She does have some innate leadership yeah. skills. And I want to nurture, so, that. nurture that and, and not... While at the same time helping her to understand differences between fact and opinion and everything Differences else. between fact and opinion and listening because the best leaders listen there is if you if you are all everything's balanced if you are all opinion and Forget all it. you're never going to be a great leader right. and actually this was not intended to put and we weren't going to talk about this but our BU class that we're doing for boys and girls right. um, that we've talked about on the show fifth grade boys and girls we're helping them with leadership skills and that's one of the things is you have to be a compassionate leader you have to be able to hear other people because if your team feels good about what they're doing mm-hmm then the whole team will thrive and you will be an exceptional leader. Right. If you say it's my way or the highway, you're going to struggle. Right. And so are they. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so our last partner is uh, Avid Company. They do painting and remodeling all over the Chicagoland area. Their number is 630-956-1800. Tell them Zen Parenting sent you and they will take care of you. Awesome. Um, so I have a few different random points um, oh, did you read my thing? I, I think you should do that one. Well, I just heard on my podcast that I listen to every morning that there is a new law that's being applied in China. And the new law requires grown children to visit their parents or face prosecution. Now, I don't know the logistics as far as if they get a ticket or if they go to jail right. or what it means. Like, do you have to visit them once a week, once a month, once a year? But um, I think that that was kind of fascinating they are trying and we can have a whole debate on trying to make morality a law i mean mm-hmm. it's kind of weird but it's just crazy to think that a government is having a because what's what sucks about china is they can all have one kid i know so you know usually if you have a couple of bad siblings but one good one you're still the parents still okay right, in right, good shape right but for all the bad seeds out there who aren't taking care of their Parents, when they get older, when they get old, so you just call them bad seeds. Yeah, bad seeds. Aren't they people who are not making good choices? That's what I meant. You're a good egg, Noonan. <laughs> um, so I don't really know what my opinion is of this. Well, I was not surprised that you found this because Todd is a uh, one thing. One of the many things I love about him is he loves... A heartbreaker and a love maker? No. Oh. Those things, too. But you are a big fan of the elderly population. Oh, yes, I am. And he loves to be with older people. I've often... I just think that they are not 
acknowledged for their experiences, and their experiences are worth more than any book you can get. And it's, I, I just think that it's something that our society really has it all backwards I on, know. completely backwards. And I think we forget that we're going to be elderly one day, and oh, I don't yeah. just mean you Of course, and me. that's the definition of being young, is not thinking that you're going to end up being, like, I'm starting to get my bumps and bruises and my knees and all that, and I remember being a little kid saying, why does that old man walk so fraily? I know. It's because... There's no other way that his poor little body can walk. I know. He's not trying to walk like an old man. That's what happens. That's what ha- this is, will happen to you and to people you love. I know. I look at my braid right here. Do you see my gray hairs? Um, I have like three, four. No, but and I'm I have sure more than that, but it was just like the fact that I did a braid and I'm seeing the gray hairs as I'm doing it. My my point is is that I Todd's always been a big, um, I don't know if I want to say an advocate. You just have a, a great deal of respect for the elderly population. I do, and it probably comes from my great-grandmother uh, being a big part of my life growing up. My parents both worked, so my great-grandma was there all the time. I named my first daughter. Uh, her middle name is Inga, which is the first name of my great-grandma. And your mom takes care of everybody in your family, too. Yeah, she's a um, caretaker, big-time caretaker. So, um, so uh, yeah, I, don't, I guess it's not a surprise that I... Yeah, that you picked that. that when thing. I saw it, I was like, well, of course, that would you'd probably be all for that, you know? You'd... I would be. And, you know, we always talk about Native Americans on this show. I mean, I think that the the presidents of the tribes or the chiefs of the tribes were the most old, are the oldest people, because they knew the most. They, they had the wisdom. They didn't do the hunting and the killing and all that, but they had the most wisdom. So, well, in, talk and about... now we just lock them all up in a freaking nursing home. What's mm-hmm. up with that? And we don't listen to them, we don't give them jobs, and we don't accommodate their needs. They and... are much smarter than all of us. I know. As far as I'm concerned. And they have probably achieved a certain balance that our society isn't comfortable with, meaning they can't work 12-hour days, mm-hmm. and so we say, well, then they're not going to get us the bottom line that we need, when mm. actually they've achieved a work-life balance that is actually beneficial to their body and to their mind. Well, and, and it's weird spirit. because, um, I don't know if I should say this, but I'm going to say it anyways, My our next-door neighbor is trying to get a job, like, stocking groceries, mm-hmm. and he can't get and a job, even struggling. though these people are hiring... And I'm sure he's a victim of age discrimination. Mm-hmm. And he's so good at And being he would be so a... good, but he's in his 70s. And he would run circles around a teenage, complacent, lethargic mm-hmm. kid who doesn't want to work. His work ethic is incredible. Unbelievable. And, so, and that's the thing is I think we just forget and tell you. You and I are kind of in this middle place now where we have kids and then we have you know people in our family who are older or who have gone through some struggles. And you realize that... That is where everybody ends up, and it's very normal. And it's you can live being scared of that and pretending it's not happening, or you embrace it and you you have compassion and love for people because they were like you. Yeah, you know they were doing their thing too, mm-hmm. and now they need our support. Mm-hmm. So totally. Um, so I have a few other ideas here for our closing of our okay. show. Um, where do I want to go? Oh, I don't know. This is kind of too big of a topic. Yeah, let's not do that one. Right. How was your smoothie today? Ooh, smoothie. Funny you um, bring the that reason, up. did you notice that there was um, arugula in it? There was arugula in it. I am not a fan of arugula in the smoothie. You want to know why? Because it makes it uh, bitter? Peppery. Peppery. It's like the weirdest thing. You'll have all this fruit, mm-hmm. and then there's a, um, you know, just a little bit of arugula because there's spinach and all these other things, and it 
had that peppery taste. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. So anyway, I just didn't know if you liked it. I, I did, and I'm, I like them the greener the better because that's how I get all my vegetables. I like the red. And we just started a uh, partnership with Vitamix, who is a company that makes these blenders. And did we, we start a partnership? Well, it's an affiliate m- affiliation. I don't know what the technical name of it is, but the bottom line is they are offering our listeners free shipping if they if our listeners order a Vitamix. And the, what the Vitamix oh. is is a blender that you it's like a high powered blender that won't break down. They have a seven year guarantee on it and we have used it every day for the last five years. And that yes. is how we become healthy individuals. We took it to uh, we take it on trips with us. Mm-hmm. It's pretty crazy. But you know what I thought and again you're probably saying this in your own way, but since we bought it we've been an affiliate with them, haven't we? No, you we? have to sign up oh, and okay. they give you a code. So actually we have a code. So oh, okay. if by chance you're interested in ordering a, an awesome Vitamix blender uh, you'll get $25 off shipping if you use the coupon code 06-007-296. Um, so check it out. You can even comment on our Facebook page if you don't know which one to go with. We can help you out with that too. But um, we only partner with companies or people that we believe in, and this is obviously one of those companies. No, it just made such an impact on our life. It just kind of cracks me up. So you liked it though today? Yes, I okay. did. Okay. Uh, the, the greener, the better. Okay. Because you eat vegetables all the time. I'm a vegetable in the morning with my smoothie person. Okay. The only other vegetables I get are french fries. I know. Those are good. Those are vegetables, though, aren't they? They're potatoes. People always get mad at me when I say that they're vegetables, but what else are they? Well, it's a misperception because they're not. No, it's actually a very good, (laughs) clear perception that french fries are healthy. French fries are good. I will give you that. And good for you. No. They're fried and they're full of grease. But they're so good. Well, like I said, agreement with the good, Mm -hmm. but not agreement with the good for you. Okay. Just we have them once a week or so. Um, okay, two, a few other things. One is I didn't even know this because I'm an idiot. Okay. We have a search function on our website. I pointed that out to you. You did. I know. So if you have a if you have a question about discipline or we how we talk to your kids about sex or whatever it is, plug that into our website and it'll give you all the podcasts and that what we've he, talked about. What he means by plug that into our website is go to our website and on the right-hand corner there's a box that says search. Right. If you type in whatever word Todd just said, you know, whatever you're interested in, like he said, it will pull up the shows that right. we've discussed that. And I actually use that quite often. So, um, And then lastly is our tournament of bad. And I have two different things to enter. Do okay. you have anything to enter into tournament mm-hmm. of bad? I don't think so. Um, our daughters have started this rabbit voice the pet voice oh the pet voice and yes. you, they talk like it's like the way adults talk to babies yes but it's worse <laughs> so i can't decide whether or not i can't stand this pet voice because that's how they talk to each other and our pet rabbit uh-huh. or sassy voice and we all know what sassy voice i is. haven't heard sassy voice in like a long i know long and time. sassy voice has always been my least favorite voice Mm-hmm. Of all time, mm-hmm. like I've always said, I'd much rather have any other type of voice. I can't even think of sassy voice anymore. What Whatever, did it sound Ever, like? daddy. As if. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, that got it. Got it. Drives got me it. nuts. Okay. But the the pet voice that's been going on in our household the last few weeks. They'll be like, oh. It's starting to catch up with sassy voice. Oh, really? Yes. But I mean, it's all in love. It hasn't surpassed it. Okay. But it's driving me nuts. And maybe we'll have one of the girls on to perform the, the rabbit pet voice. They won't do it. Drives me nuts. How much do you love our rabbit, though? The G-Man. The Zen Bunny. Yeah. I love Greeley. I know. He's the best. He's a good eye. I know. He's a good egg. Did you say he's a good eye? He's got two good eyes. Okay. 
Um, and then lastly is I don't like it when people tell me that they're busy. <laughs> and I don't like it when I tell people that I'm busy. I know. Because we're all busy. I know. What I say now is my priorities have shifted and I can't do that. Mm, that's good. Like when somebody's like, oh, I really want to go eat with you, but I'm too busy. That basically just means something else is more important than this. You say, my priorities have shifted. What do you think? Is that too cold? No, it's not. I think it just depends on what the question is. If it's, hey, I really want to see you. You're a good friend. And you say, my priorities have shifted. <laughs> I am doing something else. But if it's, you know, something that you thought that you would do and you decided you're not going to do it anymore, then I think it's very matter of fact. Right. I think that um, you're right. Like, there are some days when you know you're going to have a busy day and you'll say to me in the morning, mm-hmm. I've got so much going on today, I'm not going to be much help to you at all. Right. And that just sets a tone for my day where I'm like oh that sucks like basically in a roundabout way you're saying you're too busy versus um, think about it the other way today I got a lot going on so tell me how I can help you while I'm here think about how different that is sounds a little bit better it does but I agree with you and ironically enough I have a my um, I write a column for Chicago Parent Magazine and um, my column this month is about being bored. So that's not exactly the same thing that you're saying, Mm -hmm. but the importance of being bored and that sometimes we're perpetually busy. We think we're supposed to be busy all the time, and our um, society rewards people who are busy, meaning it's looked upon as being some kind of huge value. Badge of honor. Badge of honor. Oh, I'm so busy. Oh, you must be so important. And the article I wrote is about how important it is for your kids to be uh, bored and how adults need to learn how to be bored too because we're so uncomfortable with it we fill up every space that our child has so they're not bored because we're just we're uncomfortable right. so that's in Chicago Parent Magazine you can find that online or you can pick up a magazine around Chicago they're everywhere uh, last but not least um, we did a special last week for half off for the first 10 people to give us an iTunes review they can give half, half off of both of your books yes and that happened and that happened we made that happen so I'm, we're we're going to stick with it. We're going to say, give us an iTunes review. And okay. if you end up giving us a review, email us at comments at zenparentingradio.com, and we'll give you half off the purchase of your books. We can't do this for too long because I'm giving away a lot of books for half price. I know. I know. Okay. We're making a little bit of money, but we're also getting something back. Okay. Well, maybe we'll just do this for a while and just see how it goes. And then lastly, if you listen to us on Stitcher, give us a thumbs up. I don't know what that means. But just do it. It helps. Because there's a thumbs up on the phone. Okay. I'll give you a thumbs up. I'll give you a thumbs up. Good job. Um, That's it. Anything else? I think that's it. Adios, everybody. Okay, everybody. Have a good week. Bye.